Welcome back in everybody, thank you for being here. Today I'd like to talk about a topic that I think everybody can relate to, and that's stress. I'd like you to ask yourself a question. How do you react to stress? Because it's one of those few things in life that are guaranteed, like the inevitability of death. So the fact that we undergo stress, and that it is one of our few life facts, how do you manage your stress on a daily basis? You can't avoid it, and stress just seems to transpire as a result from any type of changes that we got to adapt to. And they can range from negatively extreme to actual physical danger. But how about the wonders of falling in love or achieving some long life desired endeavor or goal? Because success can bring a whole lot of stress into your life. So regardless of how you get there, I think we can all agree that we have the potential to experience that in some way, shape, or form each and every day. But not all stresses are bad. Some stresses can be desirable, and it's also very essential for us to experience a certain amount of stress in our life. And whether your experience with stress is from life-changing events or an accumulation of minor everyday hassles, what's most important is how you respond. That's truly the key that determines the impact that the stress will have on your life. So when we get into recognizing stress, we have to evaluate the sources of stress. And there's four said true sources that stress will amount from. Number one will be your environment and how that impacts you, how you choose to adjust to the things going on around you. What do you have to endure? This could be anything from noise, neighbors, traffic, pollution. It could be the weather outside. Heck, I live here in Colorado and I can't tell you how many people complain about the weather. When it's summertime, they wish it was cold. And when it's cold, they wish it was hot again. So that can be one source that's causing you to experience stress. So the second source of stress I'd like to put out there is the social stressors. And what I mean by social stressors is the things that demand your time and attention, whether that be meeting deadlines, maintaining your priorities and responsibilities, perhaps you got work presentations, or even your interpersonal conflicts, loss of a loved one, financial issues that you may be experiencing. So let's get into number three. So our third stress factor is physiological, whether it be rapid growth in adolescence, poor nutrition, lack of exercise, inadequate sleep, illness, injuries, they can all play a toll on the body. Your physiological reaction to environmental and social threats can bring these stressful symptoms into fruition. So on a physiological level, we're talking about muscle tension, right? Headaches, anxiety, the feeling of depression, stomach aches. And the fourth source of stress that we're always going to experience is with our thoughts. Now this is one that you can't avoid because our think box further plays into some of those physiological factors that we just mentioned and creates this stress response. And a lot of it is how we interpret and label that experience. So in turn, our perspective on how we evaluate circumstances and situations really carve out how we're going to react to the stresses that we experience. I'm sure everybody listening out there is all too familiar with the term fight or flight, which is clearly a physiological response. As soon as you decide that the situation is no longer dangerous, the same mechanisms that turn the stress response on can turn the stress response off. But stress is a serious factor, and it can lead into a chronic issue. And once it becomes a chronic issue, it can really start to placate into other disorders. So because individuals vary in their perception of a given life event, as well as in their ability to adapt to the change, it's helpful to consider how high of a risk you are becoming to yourself not to mention those around you. So let's talk about prevention a little bit. A helpful preventative 
can be as simple as creating a reminder or writing something on a memo board and leaving that posted up on your fridge. Take, for example, if your family just went through some some significant changes to where life that was very normal became very different and you were forced to adapt to these changes that were happening. That can become very stressful. Reminding ourselves of the changes that are happening around us in turn allows us to accept those in a sense of subtlety. And I don't think we do enough thinking around that, around the aspect of change, in the sense that perhaps it has a personal meaning to each individual change that is happening around us. And how often do we identify the feelings that we are experiencing as we go through these changes? As a great component to prevention, it's crucial to be a little bit calculated about the decisions we're making around the changes that we experience that cause some of these stress factors and start to think a little bit more deeply about how to best adjust to each change and take our time with making those decisions. This may require some planning around the changes that are happening as well. So pace yourself. Don't rush anything and know that things will get done in the appropriate time. And another great preventative to stress is it allowing ourselves an opportunity to praise our own successes. So for all your hard work, you need a little R&R, a little rest and recovery. So when it's appropriate, you should relax. Because if you think about what the opposite emotion of stress is, one of the first things that's going to come to mind is you envision this, this person that's just content, right? And just relaxed. And they're so comfortable. They don't have any of these worries toiling around in their mind causing all these other physiological problems, right? So it's important that we acknowledge what we can control and what we cannot. And when it's possible, choose which changes you take on. And I'd love to hear some feedback from the audience members out there as far as some personal relaxation or techniques that play into stress management. Let me know what works for you. As we dive into this topic a little deeper, I will also share some techniques that may be helpful to put in your own wheelhouse. And it's important that we do have techniques because there's a lot of coping that happens with stress. That's not a friendly ally of an addicted mindset. This can be anything from a doctor's prescription over the counter and certain remedies to reduce pain or to help you sleep or even keep you awake. Things that enable you to relax. But what about, but what about those who don't have a healthcare provider or a regular practitioner that they see for some necessary advice? This may lead them to purchasing drugs or alcohol to block the feelings of discomfort that they may be experiencing. How about the diversions of TV, movies, internet, hobbies, sports? All of these, in my opinion, can become very addictive properties in an individual's life. Have you ever heard the term, too much of a good thing is probably not so much a good thing, or something like that? But what if your coping mechanism to stress is a little bit more isolated removing yourself from the world around you, including contact with other individuals. And unfortunately, our culture rewards people who deal with their stress by working harder and faster to produce more in a shorter time. But this in turn leads into other issues. In our fast-paced society, it's easy to see time as an urgency, to not stop and relax, to be highly competitive, where we really start to stretch ourselves thin. How do you notice yourself dealing with stress? Do you ignore your own needs? Do you work harder and faster? Do you eat more than usual? 
engage in some type of physical exercise. So some of these can be positive and some of these things can be negative as well. Do you sleep more than you really need to? How about smoking or drinking? And I don't just mean alcohol. What about caffeinated beverages? I know I'm over here raising my hand because I know I drink a lot of caffeine. Do you try to take more medicine to help relax and to sleep better? Or do you try to maintain a healthy diet? Do you just ignore the problem and hope it goes away? Or do you pray and meditate or enhance some kind of spiritual aspect in your life? These are all important examples to consider, being that some of the things I mentioned were positive and some of them fallen on the negative side of the fence. So what's your game plan? What kind of strategy do you have in mind to deal with stress management? As we dive into this topic a little bit more in depth, we'll explore some of those options. Because after all, wouldn't life be pretty mediocre without stress? Often it's culturally acceptable to see this as a negative side. But there's a positive side of stress as well. Perhaps big changes as far as like promotions at the workplace or getting a new home. How about the physical exertion of a good workout and the excitement of doing something challenging for the first time? or the pleasure of watching a beautiful sunset on the last day of your vacation, often this comes down to perception and the obstacles that we are facing, and whether or not they're dangerous, painful, difficult, or unfair, and whether or not we got the appropriate resources to cope with them. But you can detangle this spider web by integrating positive activities like solving problems. How about doing a puzzle, practicing regular exercise workouts, relaxation techniques, staying in touch with enjoyable social contacts, dietary practices, engaging in optimistic and rational thinking. What about humor? Going to a comedy show or a play? I wanted to open up the mic to explore this vast topic that we all face on a daily basis and just start to think about some of the things I mentioned and how they correlate in your own life, whether good, bad, or indifferent. How are you feeling about them? Are you influencing your own stresses? Or are you alleviating them with a more optimistic approach? Most of the time, in a majority of these circumstances, it can be controlled. So that's all I got for you today. I look forward to exploring this topic some more with you. I'd love to connect with you and hear your thoughts. So feel free to drop me an email at podcastbattletested at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts on stress, some personal stress management techniques you might use, and we'll get into some of mine as we explore this topic a little bit further. And until next time, be kind to one another.